0: hello Maggie
1: hello Freya and welcome
0: thank welcome
1: you. welcome so good to be here
0: yes how are you today
1: I really well thank you and I think I... the full moon is rising yes
0: it is rising and I yes. saw that you published your book today
1: Oh, bless your heart. Well, a little ebook, yes, on a journaling yeah. process. Thank you.
0: I bought it, of course, and I'm going to dive into it. Um, and maybe I can, um, you know, speak into what my experience is the next time we talk.
1: Oh, this would be wonderful. Yeah. What a great idea. Thank <laughs> you for that. You clever bunny. Yes. <laughs> I yes. find
0: writing to be very uh it's I know that it's my soul's calling to to write yes and so this it just comes at a really good time because I really want to to practice more of that
1: well ah uh, it's powerful if i mean this is this is the marriage of self inquiry as a spiritual practice um with writing and then we Mm. call that journaling
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, but that's yeah that's been my lifeblood since I was quite young Mm -hmm. I had to take to the page so this it, it will really I'm really open to hearing how the practice speaks to you or how it informs your own practice yeah. Oh, I look forward to that. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, I read good. I read your um your first book that I ri- literally couldn't put down. Such a fascinating story you have. Thank you. You know, whoever
1: when, when the right reader shows up for that book, that's that's the response that I get. I couldn't put the book down. Yeah. But if you're not, if the book isn't for you, it's like, I can't get into it. Well, what is this about? Isn't that yeah. interesting? We read yeah. who we are being. So, yes, um, something that I was reflecting on today was as a as a writer, not just as a journal keeper, but as an author, I have learned that. There's a body of work that has a soul that I have somehow committed to, and I am learning to allow it to move through me, and that that has a level of authority over my life, Hmm. meaning I'm accountable to it. So it's, yeah, the process is deepening and expanding and blossoming. It's very exciting. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Story is powerful. It really is. Yeah. There was way back when in my early feminist years, I can't remember the name of the author or the woman who said, the world is not composed of atoms. It is composed of stories. Hmm. And that's certainly how I live. That's my experience. So not much world... more fun that way. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. So, what story are you living hmm. in these days? Yeah.
0: Well, <clears throat> I've been on a bit of a roller coaster the last couple of weeks. Okay. Um, I feel like where I'm sitting now is uh, like when I talked to you last, I was in overwhelm, like experiencing a lot of stuff. And yeah. I'm, I'm coming out of that. And I'm starting to feel more of a balance with my pace and with what's going on. But there's still this underlying energy, not just not just for me, but it feels like just around mm-hmm. for everyone um, around me anyway, that things are moving at a fast pace. And yes. there's lots to do. And everyone's busy, but wants to slow down. And everyone wants more quiet, but things are just happening. And so... I'm kind of a bit more in an observation like standpoint right now, whereas um, when I talked to you last, I was in the eye of the tornado. Yeah. Um, But I definitely feel this calling to just slow down and savor moments. And then in in those moments when I have been able to slow down, I've noticed this really deep set, deep feeling of loneliness that is just there. And I've allowed myself to be with it. Um, But it, 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 I don't know, it feels, it feels like it's taking up a lot of space. And it's okay Mm -hmm. that it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wasn't like doing my usual questioning why. I was just more so letting it be there. Um, So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I just feel this loneliness.
1: So let's go to that impulse you have in the midst of things to slow down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: now to speak to your sense that it's a collective thing that you might be in I'm going to read you something from Bentinho Massaro who's this wonderful teacher, this young guy um, and I love his work but he okay. recently in fact I think it was yesterday or today posted and this is i'm quoting him but listen to this the more you think the less you see the more you quiet down and the slower you go the more you see and the faster you go spiritually speaking the expansion rate of your consciousness is increased when you slow down Okay, now mm-hmm. that's the process that we're in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that impulse that you have to slow down, even when there may be those around you speeding up, or there's the perception of stuff, thinking things that is speed, you know, that is moving faster, it's okay. To pull back from that. It's okay to trust this inner pull to just slow it down. That's your Mm -hmm. soul. Okay? That's your soul. Now let's go to this sensation that you're calling. Did you call it loneliness? Yeah. So what would it be if we removed the label loneliness what if you could just be with the energetic sensation of it how would that change things for you
0: feels like a low vibration and as you were just speaking right now about it 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 kind of has a story and the story is so old it's um it's it's basically saying that I'm never going to be happy. That no matter what I do, I I will come back to this place of feeling unfulfilled, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it it I almost I also had I had a conversation with one of my close friends. Mm-hmm just yesterday and we were both talking about this and how we both have this, um, it's funny because we're actually both on the same cycle right now, mm-hmm. our moon cycle and I guess we've synced up, but I feel like my actions, there's this part of me, I, and I know this isn't my wise woman, yet uh, it, This this part of me or something is saying that your actions are futile, no matter what you do, this is where you're, and I don't know if it's something that is not mine that I've grabbed onto. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, mm-hmm. Can, you, can you give me an example of something that we can speak to specifically?
0: Like an example of something that I'm not happy about?
1: Yeah, I mean is what what is the context in which you're noticing this story? If there is a context, there might not be.
0: It it feels like it's all encompassing like relationship and just this inner just that you're out here alone and you're mm. you're essentially gonna be alone, you're gonna die alone, you're Nothing matters, nothing. And there's that double-edged sword of yes, nothing matters. We don't, but also nothing matters. It's mm. weird to explain because I'm not in this super down depressed state. It's kind of like this little bit of non-attachment and a little bit of um, nonchalantness of, yeah, It, I just, I'm just there is a part of me that is exhausted. hmm um.
1: Stay with it. Stay with it. Explore this. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is rich territory that you've dropped into. It's so good that you got this journaling process mm-hmm. today because this would be... This would be... Um, of value because you're actually in the process, even just the way you speak about it, you found the story, you hear the story and you want to explore this because it's not the truth. It's not the truth of life. It's not the truth of who you are. And it's a value to learn what it is. Who is it that's speaking this? Do you have mm-hmm. a sense of that as we, as we talk about it now? No. Who is the one that speaks this story to you? Because it will be an archetypal force. It will be a character in the human story. It's not the truth of who you are, but it's a lens of perception through which you have known yourself. So you don't want to turn away from this. This is the work. There's nothing to fear here. This is the work. Mm -hmm. So let's play with this for a moment. If, If this is a character if this is a lens of perception through which you have known yourself, what would you call her? What is her name? His name? What? What is this force? Who is this? Have you known someone in your life who sounds like this?
0: No, and even as you say, like, who is this character? This this feels new to me. If I've been in a similar place at, to this, mm-hmm. I haven't felt as cynical about it. I haven't felt as like, oh, I don't care. I'm. This is just how you know it, it is. But there's this different air of something else that I don't like. It's new, or it doesn't feel like me. I. I don't know.
1: It might be that you have, there's an aspect of you that has identified as this. You've known yourself through this, but now you're, it's deconstructing. Mm. And because you're more grounded in the truth of who you are, you're looking at this and going, what, what is this? What is this force talking to me? Who is this? Mm. What have I got to learn here? Because once you reckon with it, Freya, it will fall away. It will fall out of your experience. You will unknot the energy. It will dissolve. But you've got to bring the light of your awareness to bear on it.
0: Hmm.
1: You want to bring it into the light of your awareness. You want to love whatever this is back into the light. What are you feeling right now, if anything?
0: Um, just memories of my childhood. Yeah. And it, this, it's, I don't want to be in a victim mentality, mm-hmm. but you know, some of the experiences that I had as a child in school, with you know, you what I might have perceived as um, rejection or abandonment or yeah. um, stuff like that, I feel like. I just feel like that, since since I can the earliest memories of those experiences that I've had, my life has been, a series of those moments and. Yes when I reflect, it feels like those are the moments that are high in quantity versus moments of peace and love. And Mm -hmm. there's a part of me that just feels resigned to believe that, you know what, this is all that's going to be there for me. And maybe I just need to accept it Mm. and stop trying to fight the fight to feel happy and to feel these things and just accept what is and it seems really gloomy and sad Mm -hmm. but there's also a freedom in it for me that, that I'm I don't know
1: well this feels to me like an aspect of your wounded child Now, let's get this straight. We've all got wounded children in us. We've all been born into the patriarchy. We don't deny any of the experiences that you have had as a child, the rejection, the abandonment. We don't deny any of that. You were born into it. We were all born into stories that we as souls agreed to incarnate and learn through. Okay?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so what you're seeing is the curriculum of your life you're seeing it you're 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 seeing what it was like for you to be this younger version of yourself and you must see this because we can't transmute transcend or transform anything that we deny so this is called a reckoning you're reckoning with the very things that you agreed to learn through as a soul. And it's in the reckoning that you reap the harvest of the learning. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's what this is. It's so rich with potential. It's not who you are, but it's how you've known yourself in this earth school experience and there's something that your soul is learning through these encounters that you've had so if we were to ask you to harvest some of the learning what what might you have learned through this even now what what feels like a learning to you as we talk about this what have you learned might be yeah yeah we went a little too (laughs) far too fast i love how the work will let us know it's like yeah come back come back come back (laughs) yeah that's okay so let's give it another shot if we are in the presence of your wounded child and she's not just the wounded child she's many things she's the abandoned girl She's the rejected one, she's, you know, we can name these aspects of you um, in different ways. And I've certainly got these aspects of me and probably every person on the planet does. So you mustn't take any of it personally, okay? Mm-hmm. We are now in the collective human psyche and we are playing in Freya's soul curriculum. Because there's something, this is the story that you agreed to live through. And this is what it felt like for the child that you were. This is what it felt like. The sensation and the energy that's moving in you is moving because it's being released. It's moving through you to be released. And it can't leave your field until you bring the light of your awareness to it. So that's why you mustn't attach to it because the truth of you is your wise woman. You even started this by saying, I know this isn't my wise woman, but this is really <laughs> present, right? Yeah. Yeah. So from this place of knowing your wise woman self, you can Glean the learning through these encounters. And this is the stuff that I want you to take into the journaling process. Because you will surprise yourself. Um, Things may come onto the page through the process that will be nuggets of wisdom. That will be your learning. What's coming up for
0: you now? Still feeling a little confused, but yeah, I think it. I think, are you saying just be present to what is, and whatever I need to learn from it will show up? Yes, yeah,
1: yes. So let's clarify here that what is in any given moment is divine intelligence love beauty peace that's what is it's here now always it never goes anywhere this presence of abundance prosperity it's it's all here now that's what is but if we're not able to tune into what is then there's static on the line, there's interference, there's perceptual distortions. Mm -hmm. But that's where the stories live, you see? So it's not a bad thing to be playing in the distortions, as long as we know it's not who we are. Right. The world is not made of atoms, it's made of stories. Right. All these human characters, all these distortions. See, we're now getting to the place where I can say to you, "Yeah, let's let's flesh out these stories. Let's tell these stories. Let's talk about these stories, all from the place of knowing it's not the truth of who we are. They're just characters that so, we've played." Yeah.
0: So what I'm hearing now is, is let whatever this is come up and and ha be like oh this is interesting versus attached to what it's saying which is don't try don't do anything this is all you're going to get
1: exactly that's a character in the human story and you've known yourself through her you get to name her you get to know the story you get to tell the story you get to play in it and you do it from the knowing that it's not the truth of who you are. Mm. It's a story that you've lived. And you're on your way to anchoring fully in the truth of your, your nature, your true nature, which would never be lonely, never be abandoned, never be rejected.
0: How do you feel about expectations?
1: Tell me, what are you really asking?
0: I think this wounded child, this little girl Mm -hmm. has a lot of expectations, might even have high expectations. And I live in a world that tells me not to have expectations. Because I know that she feels very disappointed and let down a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm also told by the world, don't have expectations. And it's also unrealistic to not have expectations. Hmm. So I dance between this criticism so... of myself to like not have them yet they are there.
1: Well, they are there for what aspect of you? For the girl? hmm Tell me what her expectations are. What are some of her expectations?
0: One of them is how she likes to be loved. hmm
1: So, oh, this is such rich territory. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) I get so excited. So, when you have an expectation of how somebody outside of you should love you, Mm that is a projection of your life force that you haven't yet learned to hold within yourself, because the truth of your being is the essence of love. Love cannot be objectified. Okay. So you're in the realm of ideas, your idea of what love is. And what it means to be loved. These are storylines in the human psyche. Now, before we get ahead of ourselves, the girl that you, I mean, when a child is a child is a child, we adults have, we have a responsibility and an accountability to children. And children come into this world and they're just these natural, they're they're love balls. They're, They're connected to their natures until they're socialized Mm -hmm. away from them. So we don't deny that the girl in you probably landed in earth school and thought, what the fuck are all these people? Sorry, I shouldn't. Right. It's like, where is the love? These people don't know anything about love. These people Mm -hmm. are lost. Um, And, you know, the child that you were may have been this sweet-natured innocent loving being that was really flummoxed by the adult world that she was thrown into mm-hmm. now I'm kind of making some of this up but hopefully you can know that resonates point. okay mm-hmm. so we can understand from the child in you how that was the truth of her experience we don't deny that right okay But the adult woman that you are must learn to reconnect with the innocence and the truth that that child knew. Okay. Are you tracking this? Because Mm -hmm. that that child was socialized to a lot of ideas about what love is Mm -hmm. and how she should be loved. Okay? And here's what might be a hard pill to swallow. You are not entitled to having anyone love you in any particular way. You're not entitled to that. Your responsibility, your right as a human being is to know the love that you are in the essence of your nature and learn to fully express that in the world. And when you do, you become love. And then all in your field, your vibrational field, will reflect that love back to you. And the idea that you have expectations around love, will that question will have fallen away.
0: Mm.
1: Now, I address this in that little book that I wrote.
0: Mm.
1: Love is. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Revisit that because that's what that whole book is about. Now, in Earth School, we have a lot of misguided ideas about what love is. Love is a frequency that is always present, always present. It's our job to tune into it and be that expression of love. And when you're in that, there can never be the idea that someone is expected to do something for you in a certain way in order to make you feel loved. That's coming from a state of lack. I don't have love, so I need my partner to show up in a certain way so that I can be loved. Now we're kind of talking in spirals. How, are you tracking this? Does any of this make sense?
0: It does, it does make sense. Um, but I think I'm still resisting it you know in some way because if I see that and I don't want to use the word love languages but mm-hmm. if we talk about lang just language mm-hmm. um, you know that feeling of when someone says a word that you understand or does a does a, like signs or body language is something that you really get and it lights you up. I, I know that there are people out there who, you know, the dynamic between two people or even with myself has been so aligned that, that me feeling um, loved it, it isn't a question it's just effortless and it doesn't mm-hmm. come into it but i have this recurring thing with my current partner with Rick and we've talked about it where it just doesn't feel like it clicks it and he he i know he loves me he says that sometimes it's hard for me to to really feel it mm-hmm. and so if we're talking about this in a specific context I I feel like we're perpetuating in this cycle of him feeling like he's not good enough or that I'm criticizing or that and I'm in a cycle of disappointment
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's it's exhausting I don't want to be in this cycle mm-hmm. everything you said makes sense if I'm able to like to get to that place yet Mm. there's so many moments where I just look at him and it just feels like there's nothing like love doesn't exist it's like because specifically with him it feels like the language we're not talking each other's language at all yet it, it I know it exists because I feel it with other people and I see it among other people Mm -hmm. and I and I know that I've learned with him specifically that love doesn't always look a certain way Mm -hmm. and I think I've come a long way Mm -hmm. yeah
1: (laughs) you have and you know this dynamic well now remember it's a dynamic. It's a relational dynamic. It's not the truth of who you are. It's not the truth of who your couple is. Your job when you're in that feeling state is to learn to shift it. It's never about the other person. Now that's not to say that whatever agreement you have with this other person or Whatever commitment there is, it's not to say that that's all written in stone and you just have to suffer and this is what life is. There may be changes that the couple is going through. And you'll need to navigate that. Mm-hmm. But you've got to navigate it from a different feeling state within yourself. If you're coming from this place of you never... This appointment, Yes. So, you've got to get beyond the disappointment and then have a true conversation. But if you're bringing disappointment into the dialogue, you're hooped. You're in the dynamic and you know the dynamic. And every couple has got a dynamic. But you know this dynamic really well. You've got to lift beyond it. How? <laughs> yeah. So, you're, you're looking at this partner but you're seeing through the eyes of disappointment.
0: Hmm.
1: You're seeing through the eyes of expectation. So your lens is distorted. You're not seeing this person clearly. Because if you were standing in the frequency of love, you would be in love. In all his perfection, imperfections, you would still be standing in love. Boy, I tell you, I learned this in my my last relationship. He became the most unlovable person on the planet because of the actions that he was taking and the lies that he was telling. But I never wavered. I loved that man. And I felt it right up to the the last you know parting and i knew it was the great goodbye and i still felt tremendous love and i thought what is this how can i love this unlovable being well i dare say it took me four husbands to figure this one out okay It's a journey, Freya. It's a journey that is unfolding within you. And your couple is in service to this evolution of your soul. So there's no straight, clear answer here. There is awareness of the process that you're in. Isn't it Rumi who has been quoted as saying, when will you begin this deep, long journey within yourself? That's what we're all here for. And having a partner who's saying, yeah, I'll take this journey with you. It Might be a shit show sometime. It might be really hard, but I'll, I'll take this journey with you. It doesn't mean that you, you know, that the couple lasts forever. The couples expire, complete, move on. But that's not, not anybody else's job to determine. That's, you've, you've, you've got an agreement that you are in here and your soul is learning through it. Don't turn away from it. Don't turn away from the learning or the opportunity to learn. Is this helping? What are you seeing?
0: Um, yeah, it, it is helping for sure. I think, like you said, there's a lot to uncover. And, maybe, and the journaling will probably be something mm. that I can you know, continue this process with.
1: Totally. I think that's, um, I think this will really, I think you're already in the process. It's astonishing actually, but notice that we're not like couples. If you were doing couples counseling in typical Western psychology, you would be in behavior modification we would be modifying one partner's language to meet the other partner's expectations and vice versa so that there could be a new level of harmony here and people could live together and get along. And but that I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in behavior modification. What we're doing here is is your soul's work. Okay, this is this is a deep dive. This is a whole other level of self-inquiry this will bring you to self-realization which means you will realize that you're a divine being and that you have this infinite well of love within you and you're actually here to express it and give it and be it that's what this work is about and you're here you're right here like knee deep in this with me maybe neck deep <laughs> I don't know but just appreciate the level of dialogue that you're having here okay this is not behavior modification this is soul learning this is aligning with the truth of who you are because That's what you came for. You came to realize the truth of your nature. The nature of your being. How do you feel?
0: I'm a bit confused, but also like, you know, not confused. I think I I want a definitive answer, but that's not Mm -hmm. that's not the point of this
1: but let's let's just um, put this on the table that level of confusion is what I call a holy confusion your mind is confused because I'm not teaching or coaching or giving counsel to your mind okay so this isn't linear it's not logical it feels like a bit of a mind fuck okay yeah your soul is doing a dance. Your soul resonates here. It's your soul that brings you into this conversation in the first place. So that level of confusion from my perspective is holy. It means we're shaking things up. We're expanding your consciousness. This is good. And it's a circular, cyclical process that we're in, the things that I speak to you you can't always track them in a linear way because they're spirals of knowledge of insight because we're in the realm of the soul okay so even you know if that's why on my bio on my website I say there's only one requirement for any client to work with me. And that is the willingness to let new information into their consciousness. Okay. That's because to let new light in provokes the shadow. Okay. Whenever we invoke the light, we provoke the shadow and I'm invoking Mm -hmm. light here. And so the shadowy bits within your own consciousness are confused.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. But I came here to disturb you. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Does that help?
0: Yes, it helps.
1: Trust that more has unfolded here than you can possibly... um, understand maybe yeah. in a yeah in a way that we can track okay yes trust the process that you're in this is rich and you've gone deeper into your inner experience Freya this is mm-hmm. very exciting from my perspective so trust that okay
0: thanks Maggie
1: yeah what comes up for you now is there anything that's lingering
0: no i think i feel pretty complete um i know that i'm gonna explore the journaling and see how that feels
1: yeah yeah because the journaling in essence is about unlearning the lies right one of the lies that might be hovering in your psychic field is i am alone I'm always going to be alone or I I'm not loved. I'm never going to be loved, but those are lies. Those are, you know, things that you have learned through and now it's time to reckon with them and and counter them with the truth. And the truth is that you are love. You are the essence of love. You are here to be love. You are here to shine love. Mm -hmm. So then the question is, well, Who would I be if I anchored into the truth of who I am? And that's the work. Because we've deconstructed the identity that you've known yourself through and and you're standing naked at the altar going, okay, so if I'm not the one that's never going to be loved, then who am I? And that's when your wise woman Mm. descends into you and says, I'm here, let me show you. Let me show you who you are. Thank you. Hmm. Thank you for consistently showing up the way that you do, Freya. Hmm. It's such a wonderful ride. <laughs> so you have some work to do. I do. But be in joy with the work of it, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's it may not be comfortable, but it is productive. I promise you.
0: Yeah.
1: And I stand I with you and for you in so <laughs> much love. Okay. Where you are, love is. You might Thank just want to read that little story.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll do that.
1: Yeah good i love i love the um illustrations that beautiful joan made in that story they just i love seeing those little characters that she created
0: yeah
1: they feel so light and joyful
0: okay we need some of that
1: yeah precisely so go get some love from the love is book okay Okay, Thanks,
0: Maggie, until next time.
1: Until next time. <laughs> peace
0: out. Good night. Peace out. Bye. Bye-bye.